another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we pop open a new bottle of wine. New bottle of vino. And Nat, we're really excited to do this episode. We're going to be talking about the unexpected lessons of adulthood. We've been thinking about this episode for so long. Yeah. Well, they're just they're just things that we talk about like in our just everyday lives and then we thought we should just make a whole list and make an episode. So this is kind of a little a lighthearted fun one. Just things that we've learned. Yeah, that like, things huh. that we didn't realize were ridiculously expensive for mm-hmm. absolutely no reason. <laughs> things we learned about ourselves, our relationships with others that we found really surprising in adulthood. Some of the responsibilities that we didn't realize took up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just random lessons and things we've learned thus far in our infancy of adult adulthood yeah I know but wish we still learned earlier and sooner truly and but you know what's the funny thing too is I think as you get into your adulthood and like you're really solidified in it everybody kind of agrees on all the same ridiculous shit and I don't know why they're a lot of this stuff was surprising but anyways we're gonna get into it but first Nat let's drink uh let's introduce our wine that we're drinking today this is the Muriel I think it's Muriel. Muriel. Venus Viejas. Wow. Yes. I cannot believe you just said that like that. Venus Viejas means, I believe that means old vines. Whoa. This is from Spain, España, or España. Oh my gosh, what's happening here? You're (laughs) transforming before my very eyes. And it's a 2019. Oh, I'm sorry, a 2010. 2010, whoa. It's uh, just like a red blend i guess 2010 it's 11 years old wow yeah my sisters are 12 <laughs> it's almost wowie, as old as my sisters okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do a little pour here mm. ah, i'm very intrigued by this vinyas vinyas this how do you say it vinyas mm. viejas viejas because it has i took little, french so i have no idea i took french too but i speak spanish better than french and i don't speak spanish at all it smells good already whoa i just took a sip wait till you see what it does to your mouth Hmm. Oh. Whoa. Hmm. I'm very intrigued by this. Okay, we'll circle back at the end of the episode and give our rating. I feel like this is our first Spanish wine. I could be wrong, but I think have we ever had a? Oh no, that's Argentina. We had a Malbec. Malbec. We hated it. We did. Yeah, it was horrible. It was almost undrinkable. Oh goodness, you're always so harsh with. With your ratings, it was absolutely undrinkable. No, it was bad. We spit it, was, it out. It was the worst one we've had for sure. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I don't think we've had a Spanish yeah. one. Okay. But now I've been dying to tell you oh, about yeah. my new. Speaking of adulthood, I've really put some boundaries on myself. Yes. Some parameters for my life. So with the pandemic, I realized, like everyone else, I was ordering everything from Amazon. So you know easy. what I mean? Press a little button. I have click, Amazon click. Prime. And it helps me not up the next day. Yeah, it helped me not go to the grocery store or like CVS all the time and trying to limit my exposure. Yes, especially if you have one thing. It's like one thing you need. You're not gonna go all the way to the store. Right. So that was kind of my, you know, modus operandi Mm -hmm. for a while. And then something came in the mail and I was like, I have a problem. It went too far. Oh no. So I opened an Amazon package, you know, one of the many I get, Mm -hmm. and there was an exfoliating glove in there. Oh yes. And I thought, 
I don't remember ordering this. I was, I think I was here. You were here when it came. Yeah. And you were like, I don't recall. I don't recall this, this purchase. Yeah. That's and I felt happened like, to the best of us. I felt like had I had to put shoes on, get my keys, get in the car, get to CVS, would I have gotten this exfoliating glove? Wasn't it also like a particularly expensive one? It was expensive. Yeah. And I thought... The only reason I bought this is because I could press a little button and it would show up. And there's no consequences. There's no consequences besides my bank account. Exactly. But the thing is, is I also, for some reason on Amazon, it doesn't feel like it's gonna, because it's like, oh, it's like $7 here, $15. But then at the end of the month, you're like, oh my God, I spent like $170 on Amazon. Exactly. And also Amazon's... The ethics? Not right. my fa- not my fave. So I try to I also try to limit, but it's tough. So this month I decided for the entire month, no Amazon. <gasps> I cannot Wowie, Amazon one thing. You know, we're we're well into the month mm-hmm. and I'm feeling good about it. Oh good. And I'm like, if I want to get an exfoliating body glove, I will have to get in the goddamn car, Corinne, and show up and buy it for yourself. Go to CVS. Because it's embarrassing. I was embarrassed when it came. I was like, it's embarrassed for myself. Wow. So you know, I wonder if you could do a streak. Do you think you're going to do that? Or next month, are you going to be like, I can't? No, I don't know. I want to see how long it goes. But I but I definitely for this month, no Amazon. That glove came and I thought, I'm at rock bottom. I've become unhinged. (laughs) I'm at rock bottom. I don't remember buying this. Yeah, that's a really good... There are a lot of times that happens to me with Amazon. But also sometimes mid... Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night with a low blood sugar and I'll buy something that I don't remember. And then it shows up and I'm like, what? (laughs) And then it's like, oh, I bought this at 3 a.m. I don't even know what it was. Comatose, basically. Yes, literally. <laughs> well, speaking of an adult lesson, that is one that I'm teaching myself. Yes. But for this episode, I think we've been planning to talk about this for a while. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about it. For this episode, I think it'll be really therapeutic for everyone to listen to it, who are in their adult life, who have also figured these things out. You'll feel seen. You'll feel seen and heard. (laughs) And also know that we're going through it too. You'll probably be yelling things at us like, you forgot this thing. And if you did, shoot us an email because we we might have to do a part two. There's a lot of things that I'm like, oh my God, we could talk forever. Yeah. So the first category that we kind of decided on was things things that that cost cost a shit ton. These are that shouldn't be. They should not. They should not be. They're, they should not. And number one. Number one. Is our, Corinne and I's We have talked one, about it on the, po- on the podcast. Yes, our number one hatred of adulthood. Trash, Trash cans. cans. Trash cans. The fuck? The fuck? Why are they that expensive? They're so expensive. When I was growing up, I thought they cost $3. You put your garbage in it. <laughs> Why are these things $160? Yeah, the, the the garbage can we both have, which is the simple human 55 liter. It's nice, but it's an average size trash it's can. It's a nice trash can, but It's Jesus not automated. It doesn't flip open for you. $160. $160 to put my trash in a receptacle. Yes. I don't understand it. Shocking. But you got a discount, right, on it? Yes. I got a discount because I used a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon, and we'll get to coupons later. <laughs> Because we love a coupon. <laughs> but another thing that I was shocked by was the cost of sheets. Yeah, speaking of Bed Bath & Beyond. Speaking of Bed Bath & Beyond. But also, I got a, I got a, I've been thinking I need new sheets. And I got a catalog in the mail from Parachute Home. Hmm? Tell me why. A thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. For a set of sheets. It was the starter pack. The starter pack. <laughs> I'm like, okay. 
well, I'm just going to go ahead and keep using the same sheets I've had for eight years <laughs> because Jesus. Jesus H. Christ. Yes. Also, I've said this before, couches. Couches, but I will say- You got to invest. They're in a great them. investment. Not You learn the hard I way. The hard if you way. don't invest in a good couch, you're going to regret you're it. You're going to kick yourself. So couches and beds, make the investment, but just brace yourself. Brace yourself. Because they hurt. It, can, it hurts. Yeah. It could blindside you for sure. Another yeah. thing that costs a ton that you don't realize until you're an adult is Starbucks. Like when I was mm-hmm. in college, I felt like I thought I was going to go to Starbucks every day as an adult. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No. It adds up. No. It adds up. And then all of a sudden now you have a coffee maker at home. You get a tea kettle because that's $5, $6 latte every day. It'll it'll hurt your wallet. How much is that a week? Maybe $35 a week about? Yeah. Well, some people... Five times seven, like thirty. No, it's not really five. It's like it's like five fifty to six fifty. And you know, sometimes you're throwing in a a little granola bar or something. Adds up. You cannot go every day. No, I feel like in the movies, it seems as if you can go to Starbucks every day. You can't. Not not in real life. Not in real life. What are we, Bill Bill Gates? We're not Bill Gates. (laughs) What am I, Jeff Bezos? Excuse me. (laughs) Oh my God. Also, rugs. Rugs. Rugs are. Let me tell you a story about when I was absolutely bamboozled. <laughs> so I was moving out of my house, my childhood home. Yeah. And we were clearing out the attic and there was this like Persian rug, quote unquote Persian rug. I don't know if it was actually Persian. And my mom was like, oh, that's probably like a really decent amount of cash. Because I did not realize Persian rugs go for like $10,000. Holy crap. I know. This one was not, we had it appraised. It was not legit. <laughs> so it was not worth my, it was still worth like $1,500, which is insane. Yeah, you would never think that a rug would cost that much money. It's I thought a piece I, of fabric. I thought a rug costs 50 bucks. Even little small ones. No. Little tiny two by threes. Mm-mm. Like Expensive. 70 bucks sometimes, excuse me? No, they're more than that. Oh, I know, but but some small ones, yeah. Even these little tiny ones, they'll get you. Another thing that is really expensive, we don't have a lot of experience with, but we did a lot of research on daycare. Yeah. Someone on Reddit said that it can. It's like having a second mortgage payment. I believe that. Insane. But also, if I had kids, it's like, yeah, I would spend a ton of money on my daycare, right? Where they're at when you're not with them. Daycare. But yeah. Yikes. I'm not looking forward to that. I should start saving now. Honestly. Honestly. Especially, oh my God. School's around here. Forget it. Daycare's around. I can't even. (laughs) I do need to start saving now. (laughs) Jesus. Our next category is... Our next subcategory, I should say. Yeah. Is houseplants. Very expensive sometimes. Sometimes. So, you know, everybody's favorite trendy houseplant Mm. is a fiddle leaf fig. Yeah. Right. And what is the what is the price point on that? They're like two hundred dollars. Holy shit! I know. At like, and that's like a good one. Dang. If you get like a big a big, you can be looking at a five hundred dollar tree. And I'm just gonna warn everybody in this moment, if you're listening to me, fiddle leaf figs are so cute. They look great. You will kill it. I'm about to kill my, you know, whatever that drop drop over there. Yeah, drop drop. She looks pretty good. You don't see the dead leaf at the bottom. There's one dead leaf. That's her third one. I've had to cut off. Anyways, I'm really self conscious about it. Okay, so the next <laughs> thing that's really expensive that we didn't know was expensive was nuts. Right? Who knew the little bag of almonds was twenty dollars? Also, if you get them in bulk, it's like, oh my god. Why? Why are they so expensive? Is it because of the amount of water they use? Or Who something? knows? I don't either, but it is, it seems criminal. It does. It seems criminal <laughs> to charge me eight 
50 for a three ounce bag of walnuts. Yeah, it does. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. <laughs> Citizens arrest on expensive nuts, okay? Um, also, vanilla extract. Oh, this got me the other day. Yeah. Who would have known? Because, you know, I think back on like when we were little and like my mom was always baking up a storm. Mm -hmm. This lady could bake. There was always a plethora of vanilla extract. Ooh. When I tell you I made, oh, I, so I make a cheesecake every once in a while. Joe loves Joe. Ding ding. There was the first first Joe. Yeah, Joe loves the cheesecake. I was getting the ingredients one day and I had to get vanilla and I thought, this little tiny thing. Twelve it's like twelve dollars. Yeah, it is. I'm like, and half of it's gone yeah. by the time I've put it in the goddamn cheesecake. Ugh. Brutal. Brutal. And the, the last thing we'll say that is expensive, and there's so many things that are surprisingly expensive, but another one's car insurance, which mm -hmm. costs almost as much as your car payment sometimes, yeah. which you wouldn't think. No. It does, but it does. Yeah. And much. you know, you should also factor that in. I know that we're always trying to just like help people budget and stuff, but if you're getting a new car, definitely factor that in. It's not just the car payment, but now the car payment and your car insurance And payment. your car insurance and your registration. Yeah, it's all these things. Which that is you, like, could be 100 could be 200 could be $300 a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. You don't know. So we've done the things that we think are surprisingly expensive or we've learned are surprisingly expensive. Now we're going to talk about some money mindsets that yeah. we've adopted now that we're adults. Right. And I truly never saw this one coming, mm -mm. which is that saving and investing actually becomes like very interesting and kind of fun. Yeah. Which I remember growing up and like my dad was like into like stocks and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, like, ugh. Yeah. Here I am over here, like checking on my IRA, <laughs> like putting stuff. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if this stock is blah, blah, blah. And especially for us, because we're creative people. Like we don't have a business degree. Never we're, saw we're, that one We're coming. not into math or like, no. we were not. And then- I can't add <laughs> on my fingers. I can't. <laughs> I can't either. It's so, just so weird that we're really into, I mean, we have episodes on investing in savings. Which are, let me just plug them. Yeah. Episode 22 is investing. Yes. And episode 14, savings. Yeah. Check those out. They're very helpful. They are. And and we did them because we're interested in it. And we feel like as an adult, you got to be into it. Yeah. And another money thing that was surprising that's recently hit me hard. Coupons. Coupons. Yeah. My mom was like, loved couponing. I was always like, what? what the? For $2 off, mom? This is a lot of work. But we need to, oh, $2, I will, oh, $2 <laughs> off. Hell yeah. But I think we need to tell the group. We need to tell everybody your new, because I have now adopted yeah, this the new is, thing. It has saved me coins. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you at CVS, you get that long receipt. And what do you do with it? You throw it away. You're like, this is- It's a, obscene. There's so much paper here. And I'm realizing that they're doing it on purpose because the deals on there are unreal. I got, I had one that was $12 CVS bucks. Yes. $12 Sometimes they're just bucks? like, it's just cash. They're like, oh, here's just like $8 off. What? Huh? Yeah. I went to throw it in the trash and I looked in there. I was like, is that, is that a 12 Yes. So, so tell them what you've done. So now what I do is I take it in to my car and I will cut, you know, the the ones that I like and I leave it in my little glove compartment. And now I now I'm a couponer. Yes. Now I bring it in and I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I have um I actually have $4 off that toothpaste." Oh, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> And sometimes they'll say, you know, oh, well, you have to get $20 worth of shaving stuff for this to get you $8 off. And I'm like, okay, I will go back and I'll pick up another shaving cream. It's fine. 
Because I'm thinking the long game. You're thinking the long game. You know? Coupons hit different. They really hit different <laughs> as adults, you guys. Even when they're small. Even when they're small. And I always shop online with a discount code. Always. I need to do that. I, I don't always do that try yet. to look. I'm that person that will sign up for every single promotional email list. Email list. Oh my God. If I get that 10% off or I that free shipping. that out. Maybe that's my next level. Oh, I love it. You know, you can unsubscribe later if you want. Sometimes I actually like the emails though. <laughs> um, oh, so moving a little bit into other lessons is things we've learned about ourselves. Ourselves. The yes. self. I think one thing that I didn't really realize growing up is that your spirituality like really changes. Mm-hmm. I think I really saw people in my life that were like one religion and they just were that from womb to tomb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. their whole life. I've realized that's really not how it goes for everybody. No, especially I think our generation. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like we question a lot more and people are finding things that actually feel good to them at, at our age now. Yes. And that's not necessarily what they grew up with. No. My, my mom grew up in a very strict Catholic household. I didn't know Con grew up Catholic. Yeah, she grew up Catholic. Yeah, she Christian. She, no, she went to a Catholic school. Oh, wow. And like, and moved to LA and mm-hmm. now she's more of like spiritual, kind of like mm-hmm. a little bit of what I am, but I'm way more intense than her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like left the Catholic church. So yeah. I do think it does change for most people. Yes. But I think, yeah, sometimes you don't realize, like, oh, it's very... And to see people even jump... My mom has jumped to every single religion. <laughs> I mean, she's been like strict Christian, like evangelical. This woman's been in cults. And she's also been like, she's like experimented with like Buddhism, you know. And that's actually kind of a more normal thing to yeah. sort of just explore all of that. So that was something I learned in my adulthood. Also... I've always been like this, but I think other people don't realize that you really start to enjoy alone time. Mm-hmm. Like you actually look forward to it. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, what? I, spe- I can imagine, especially if you have like kids. Kids, yeah. That's kids and a husband. Oh, I already know I'm going to be so stoked for like two <laughs> hours of alone time, which is going to be rare. Yes. So rare. Yeah. Totally. I, another thing I think I've learned in my adulthood, which I've really come to feel more confident in my personality mm-hmm. and embracing new parts of my personality. I think one thing that was a really big aha moment for me was realizing that I am, I'm an introvert, I'm introverted, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm shy. Yeah. And I was that like, part. I think, retweet. Yeah. When I was little, I knew I was introverted. And then I always thought, well, that means I'm shy and I'm a shy person and I'm just shy and then as I've gotten older I'm like I'm not really that shy I just am introverted right those can be two different Different things things. yeah and it's also interesting to think about when I was younger everybody would say like oh you're they would tell me I was shy so I just assumed oh they would tell you just really shy but then the other thing that's interesting about introversion and extroversion are those words yeah introversion yeah 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 it's like I'm also incredibly introverted, but then sometimes people say like, no, you're not. I do that all the time to you and I know you're an introvert. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. not. <laughs> I know, but I have to go home. Like after this, I will go home and I will like be on my couch and recharge for a good 12 hours. Yeah. So yeah, it is, you kind of just sort of start to learn more about your own personality and yeah. like accept and you're like, oh. You accept different parts of yourself, I think, as you get older. Yeah. And you, and you don't try to like put it in a box, really. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's just sort of how I roll here. Another thing, which I've learned the hard Actually, both of us have learned this the hard way. We have. You actually do have to 
rest and eat well and exercise <laughs> and hydrate. Yeah. Because you will feel shitty if you don't, you know? Yeah, you, you can't, like, I will say that me and Joe went on a road trip recently and we balled out. We did McDonald's breakfast. We did Doritos for lunch. We had Dairy Queen for sometimes dessert. Sometimes you gotta do it. No, okay, yes, sometimes you have to do it. But then also the next day, now if I was if I was 18 years old, would never feel it. The next exactly. day I'm like, I have phlegm in my throat and my chest and I'm aching. Yeah, and I'm your like, joints hurt. Oh my God. The other thing that happens to me is my... I will wake up. My face is so puffy. My eyes are shut. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened here? What happened here? Yeah. Also, hangovers, they just are not They're not the, the same. same. They're not the same. And this other concept of like, you have a finite amount of energy. Mm-hmm. So you really have to start deciding where you put your energy. And like what you're going to do. You can't what? do it all. No. And we were you talking- actually literally can't. We were talking about this and we were thinking about how- when we were in college or high school or whatever, it's like people wanted to go out Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. I went out in college Tuesday through Sunday. Yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) it's all good. Now, if somebody says, do you want to go out on Saturday night? I have to prep all week for it. All the whole week. And I have to make sure my Sunday is absolutely no plans. (laughs) I need to know all the details. I need to know. And then, oh my God, when people are like, well, you want to like come by at like 11? Oh, whoa, whoa. 11? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's brutal. And this is really something that I actually am loving about adulthood is that the older you get, the less of a fuck you give. Yep. You truly just stop giving a fuck and you become so much more comfortable with who you are. I love this part about getting older so much. I love it. I've been, I've talked to my friend Daphne about this a lot. Like every birthday I'm like, I just feel more and more like I love myself more. I feel Mm -hmm. more me. I feel like my whole natural hair journey even like I just feel comfortable to be myself. And like, I don't want to, when you're, I think you're younger, you just want to be somebody else. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're so jealous of other people's lives. And Mm -hmm. as you get older, you start to like really embrace and like love who you are and like, don't want to change yourself too much. I also have started to really be like, oh, sometimes I feel like I'm almost more confident if I'm in like some sort of insane outfit or if I just like look kind of off. Like it's some sort of flex to me. And I don't know why, but it's just like, I think it's because I think it's funny. Like I think it's funny that I look like that. And that feels I'm like I'm just going to say you, you never look off or funny. You're always no. super put together and you're like, what? You're well, my I most mean, stylish friend for well, sure. Well, like for example. Your Crocs is what you're going to say. Well, like one time I actually just found a text from us that I had screenshotted where I we were going to go on a walk and I said, is it cool if I wear Crocs and a fanny pack? <laughs> <laughs> and like I have a yellow fanny pack. I got my Crocs with my gibbets. I just designed a pair of earrings that have dice that dangle. <laughs> like just fun shit. Yeah. And I, I think it's funny. Um, But yeah, you just kind of feel more you and you just, don't care which is so fun and so relieving it's better than the opposite of being i think so about insecure. college and i'm like oh my god the yeah. amount of out- <laughs> things i i tried to look like everybody else and that's just boring another thing that i love about adulthood is that you can keep learning even though you're not in yeah. college and i have loved Love this part it. so much i'm always in an acting class obviously for my job corinne is always in a class 
period. Period. At all times. I'm I'm always in a writing class, but recently I was actually talking to Joe's sister-in-law and I'm going to potentially take a singing class and oh, wow. potentially, and not potentially, I'm for sure going to take, get a French tutor. I was going to say, you've been talking about the French tutor for a while. Yeah. I am dedicated to finding a French tutor and I'm just like, we get a choice now to, to study what we like, to mm-hmm. learn what we like, to read books on what we're interested in. Mm-hmm. And as you get older, that becomes exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Also like the YouTube rabbit holes. like YouTube University. Yeah. I'm on there all the time. I'm learning so much on YouTube all the time. Yeah. So don't be afraid. This might be your sign to take a class on something you're interested in. There's so many options. It's so fun. It's so fun. And the last thing about like yourself that I think you learn in adulthood, this was actually suggested by Joe. Again, I know I'm bringing him up a lot, but <laughs> don't wait for the perfect opportunity, Mm -hmm. it's never going to come, right? Even with the classes thing, maybe you're waiting for the perfect thing to come up. No, it's not going to. So go after the things you want. We're in our adulthood now. We don't have time to waste. This is it. So if there really is never a perfect time, there's never a perfect time. It's not going to come. So if you want to do something, this just go for it. Yeah. This is the other thing that I really learned in evolving into who I am now is that you can pick a timeline. Oh, it's life not, will not gonna, <laughs> abide by yeah. it at all. You just got to kind of see like how it rolls out. Sometimes things work out in beautiful timing. It's very, you know, divine timing and it's perfect. But a lot of the times if you're like, well, I'm going to, you know, do this and that and this, and this is going to happen. And then that's going to fall into place. And then mm-mm. doesn't work like that. Doesn't, doesn't work like that. Shall we introduce our next category? Our next category is relationships, things, lessons we've learned in adulthood about relationships. Obviously we've done an episode on navigating adult friendships, friendships. but there is a little bit more, I think of lessons that we've learned. And not just with friendships, with romantic relationships, with f- f- familial relationships. Yeah, mm-hmm. So like I was kind of saying, being on a timeline right. really is not not going to work out. And also, it's kind of this adjustment. And we sort of talked about this in the friendship episode, where you're kind of on the same timeline with your friends, like kindergarten through 12th grade, you're sort of on the same... You know, Even up to college, I will say, everyone's yeah. on the same trajectory and path and doing General, the same stuff. Yeah. And then you graduate and it's like, every man for themselves. Right. Some people start getting married. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to grad school. Some people are in the Peace Corps. Like everybody's timelines like just change completely. Yeah. Some people are like marrying their high school sweethearts straight out of high school. Some people get married or they never get married. You know, like it's every, it's like a real mixed bag. And every, every timeline is just as great as the next. Yes. Another thing with like kind of comparing yourself maybe to these timelines and learning to not do so is also realizing that nobody, nobody, literally not one person on earth knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Nobody. And you also like, because of that, you start to look at your parents differently. They were these people that you kind of thought, you know, they know what's going on. They know how like these life works and these systems work and they don't. You're no. now them. Like I'm my dad's age when he had me. That's, and I'm it's like, just insane. And I'm older than my mom now when she had me. I think about and that I'm like, all the time. What? How? Yeah. How? How? <laughs> how? And you really do start to see your parents as just like people. People. And you're like, 
Oh. Yeah, they're also figuring this out. You in real also time. have no idea. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a lot of conversations that I'll have with my dad where he looks at me and he's like, oh my God. Like he has like a brain blast. Well, now my parents come to me for relationship advice and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I'm teaching you now? Like, what? Yeah. So that is a really, and, and, but I, another thing that I love too. Yeah. Your no, relationship, it's, it's kind of, yeah, it kind of changes and you're kind of more like friends and. Yeah, it's it's a fun thing to move into. And I know we touched on this before, but the adult friendships, they become harder to manage. They become harder to keep up with and maintain because you don't have the same amount of time. Like we said, you have a finite amount of energy. And also life paths. I mean, life maybe paths. like you're single, your friends are married, or you mm-hmm. know, like all of that affects your ability to maintain adult friendships and yeah. who you're friends with and who stands the test of time. And when we did that episode, we learned, which is, by the way, episode 27, 27 mm-hmm. We also learned that the biggest drop-off in adult friendships is when people get married. Yeah, which makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world. Another thing with relationships that learned in adulthood <laughs> is that <laughs> sex gets better. And I think when you're in high school and college, it's so like awkward, or maybe it's really like steamy, but like it's still Well, you weird. don't know your body either. You don't know your body. I think as you get older, you know your body, you know how to speak up more, to say what you want, what you don't want. You would think that as you get older, it doesn't get it gets worse or it gets more boring, but I actually think it's the opposite. I think it gets better because you're more aware of what you want. Well, and also back to the point of not giving a fuck is like Right. Like, I feel like in high school and stuff, I thought, like, I have to be 100 pounds with, like, yeah. double D perky <laughs> boobs. Like, this whole, and I was just like, I don't fucking yeah, care. Nobody cares. You're comfortable with yourself and therefore can be comfortable More with a partner. And our last little relationship adult lesson lesson that we've learned is that you actually don't have to have relationships with family members that you're not really into or maybe they don't have uh, beliefs or values that you have you know just because this person let's say you've got a real racist uncle (laughs) just because he's your uncle does not mean you have to talk to him you don't have to interact yeah you have more of a choice now and who's in your circle yeah even with your family yeah exactly it's like i think when you're young you think well oh i'm like stuck with that you know you don't have a choice you get in the car and you're going to thanksgiving right (laughs) right right and as an adult even if you still have to see them at thanksgiving you know, you can set firmer boundary. You just are more empowered in that sense. So totally. I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. So the next category, the next area of lessons that we wanted to talk about was lessons about our home home. now that we're adults. Mm -hmm. And my first one that I have realized, and I've just come to terms with. Yeah. You just actually, you have to come to terms with it. Otherwise you'll lose your goddamn mind. Yeah. Is that I will never, ever have all my laundry done, like nope. ever. It's kind of nope. like this matrix thing because even if you think you've done all your laundry, the clothes on you have to go in You'd the laundry. You'd have to be nude. You'd right. have You'd to, have do, your to do all nude. your laundry and be naked yeah. for all your laundry to be done. Yeah, it's never gonna be done. It's never gonna be done. And there's nothing I love more than an empty hamper but it's like, Impossible. oh, the minute I take these clothes off that I'm wearing, it's a, it's a 10-minute empty hamper situation, <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. There's also just more basic cleaning that I didn't realize is just constant. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, you know, there's the usual, you put dishes in the dishwasher or like, you know, whatever, Which whatever. was kind of our chores growing up, right? Like you did kind of the little things. Yeah, there's like little, you wipe the counters down, blah, blah, blah. But now 
there's thing, you know, you got to replace air filters, you got to clean vents, the tops of the ceiling fan, you got to dust, you got baseboards, you got to wipe down baseboards? Yeah. They get dusty. Also, it just like, there's always something to clean. There's always something to clean. Always something to clean. At all times. And especially the kitchen. Especially the kitchen. Also the bathroom, like deep cleaning the tub, getting on your knees and like actually, you actually have to scrub that thing out. I scrubbed my tub yesterday. Like you wouldn't believe. I need to do that. I'm in need. Oh, it was nice. (laughs) But then you know what? By next week, I'm going to have to scrub it again. Yeah. (laughs) And that's just how the Also the cleaning will never be done, I guess. Yeah, exactly. The housework's never done. The housework is never done. It's never done. Wow. Wow. I know. Um, But something that can help you get the housework done, Mm -hmm. and we feel very passionately about this, is- Our pride and joy. Our pride and joy, which we've learned in adulthood, is to invest in a great vacuum. And Natalie was on my ass- I was. About it. She was on my ass about getting the Dyson, which is very expensive. It's a a big girl purchase. It's a big girl purchase. let me tell you- life-changing it's life-changing i didn't go with you originally and i got a cheap vacuum and it 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 sucked the only thing that sucked was my soul (laughs) that's the only thing it sucked out was my soul yeah and i finally was like i can't do it and joe for christmas got me the dyson and this is not that i swear to god it is the best thing i know it's it's the best thing thing i've ever the cordless dyson let me tell you that thing's 500 bucks but i'm not gonna lie to you Oh, but is it worth it? it? One yes. million percent. <laughs> when anytime anybody ever even remotely mentions the word vacuum, I'm like, if you don't have a Dyson, you don't even know, like your life's going to be revolutionized. Yeah. Talk about shit that's expensive, but that is worth so worth it. I'm going to say something bold. Okay. I'm going to say something Whoa, bold. I'm scared. I'm scared. As the owner of somebody with a absolutely unbelievably uncomfortable couch, <laughs> I'm going to say that I would take the cheap couch over a cheap vacuum. Uh, vacuum. Wow. That's See, how much I love my Dyson. I agree with In you. In fact, I, I vacuum my couch with my Dyson. I do too. But you know what's, especially if you have a pet, especially if you have a pet. Yeah. Because I don't have a pet and I could imagine with all the pet hair everywhere, like. Oh yeah. Zeppelin sheds like a motherfucker <laughs> and I am constantly vacuuming and the cord. Ugh. I love it so much. So yeah. And you know what's also embarrassing? What? That we're having this conversation. Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. This is another part of adulthood where you're like, oh my God, a vacuum? An air fryer? Like, these are exciting things, you guys. Yeah. Real exciting. Another thing about the home that I've learned or come to love is watching HGTV. I don't know if you're as addicted as I am. I, You know what? I don't get the channel, so I just really never watch oh it. Oh my God. They're programming? They should be winning Emmys on Emmys on <sighs> Emmys. I used to watch it at the gym. Oh my gosh. They also play it at the nail salon a lot because they know women love it. But yeah. I have learned to... I That's my favorite channel. It's What's really your favorite show on there? Well, I just started Rock the Block. A new show where they take all of the HGTV hosts and they create their own neighborhood and they're all <gasps> they all have cookie cutter houses and they they do room by room challenges and oh my God. yeah and they're trying to get the best appraisal okay well i will say not hgtv but something i am absolutely addicted to what? is the architectural digest oh youtube videos um, youtube like the home tour it's kind of like mtv cribs but elevated but like, <laughs> yeah but like fancy <laughs> and i just watched i mean i love all of them Mark Ronson's house is my dream house. Oh, I didn't see I it. I should moved, watch it. Oh, I would have moved right into that wow. place. Dita Von Teese also has a really cool house. Looks uncomfortable, but really cool. <laughs> so there's that too. 
Another thing about... Speaking about houses. About houses that I just never really understood, even until like literally a few years ago, is that... So if I saw a house that was like $2 million, right? Like if mm-hmm. something was on the market for two... I thought that people bought the house for two mil. Like I thought that I thought they wrote cash. a check for two million dollars. Well, I watched HGTV and I always thought these people were looking at you know eight hundred thousand dollar houses, and I'm like, so they must have a briefcase they come exactly. in with, and here's the cash. I'm like, so they've saved eight hundred thousand dollars, right? And they have savings. a savings account <laughs> with eight hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like, how am I ever? gonna do that right how am I ever gonna do that same goes for cars I recently I'm having some car problems and I'm most likely gonna get a new car and I've always just I don't know why and everything's in cash you just thought yeah you see a price tag and you're like absolutely I could never do that in a million years and then they're like well it's actually over five and you're like oh Oh, wait. Oh, it's $200 a month? Or or oh. for a house, like, over a 30-year period. Right. Which is, which it's is a mortgage. basically what a mortgage is, but it takes and you... And a lot of the times, the mortgage is about the same cost as a rent. Yes, especially in Los Angeles, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. So, yeah, we both learned what a mortgage is in yes. our adulthood and that people are not paying for homes in cash. And you know what? I'm not embarrassed to really say that because... Who taught us that? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And then, so lastly, we just have a little bit of a random category, which is our thoughts that we couldn't put into a category. Yeah, we have a category, just things we've thought of. And one of mine was that I didn't realize in my adulthood I'd be going to the grocery store so much. Constantly. At at this point, they should be charging me rent. I basically live there. (laughs) Right. Space rent. Yeah. I go there every day, every single day. Well, also, so my cousin, Carrie... She's got a house full of kids. And she's like, do you know that I go to the grocery store like three times a day? Oh, my mom. Yeah. Growing up, she went all the time. Every single day. (laughs) I can't imagine. But you don't expect that in adulthood. And then you get here and you're like, why? Why do I know everybody here by name? (laughs) Yes. It's really. And you know, I hate the grocery store. Stresses me out. Stresses me out. It does stress me out too. you have to go all the time. Things that don't stress me out though. Handwritten notes. Let me just say. There's nothing that I love more than receiving or giving a handwritten note. Yeah, that's another thing we learned. You just start to like really relish in those things. Getting a letter in the mail, mm-hmm. like an actual letter, it's it's as if it's Christmas morning. Yeah, I will say I did my 30 days, my 30 letters in 30 days challenge in December. And I got so many people that reached out and they were like, thank you so much for sending me a note. And I was sending them a thank you note. Because yeah. I don't think people get handwritten letters in the mail anymore. No, it's so nice. And I just think, yeah, you do start to kind of really love little things like that. The other thing is that you don't want the same things that you did when you were a kid for like, if you look back on your Christmas lists from even when you're like in college, what? Yeah. I would just write shit. I'm like, I would like this eyeliner in 14 different colors. (laughs) And now I'm like, literally don't get me anything. Yeah. Yeah. My Christmas list has gotten so much lower because as an adult, you realize like you have a lot of things you need. Yes. And you don't want like, sometimes I don't even want more things in my house because I want to keep it a certain way. And so, yeah, you definitely want less stuff. My mom is obsessed with like overstock Kohl's, QVC. And sometimes she'll call me. She's like, do you want a like 48 piece kitchen set? No, I don't have room for that. Don't get it for me. No, please. (laughs) No, I don't. Unless it's a Dyson. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Okay, and so the last life lesson I've learned in adulthood that I wanted to talk about on this episode was I keep two things in my wallet at all times now that I'm an adult. Do you know what they are? Cash and quarters. Cash and stamps. Stamps. I always have stamps on me. Hmm, interesting. I always have it on my person. And guess what? It comes up a lot. This is fascinating because I've never had stamps, but please elaborate. Well, when, when does it? When do you have a occurrence when you might need a stamp? Well, I mail checks a lot. Okay. I mail letters a lot. And I just, it actually comes into play a lot of the time in my life. Joe will be like, do you have a stamp? And I'm like, I do. I do have a stamp. I always oh, have one no. on my person at all times. I always have cash and I always have a stamp. Joe and I were in the McDonald's breakfast line and they said i'm so sorry we have cash only i said i'm an adult don't even worry about it i am an adult i have cash i will pay for my hash brown and cash yes (laughs) oh god a mcdonald's hash brown also my death row meal mcdonald's pancakes in the little styrofoam thing and then you you cut it and it cuts through the bottom through the styrofoam (laughs) that is my that and just like a huge bag of grapes you know Mm, for an appetizer perhaps grapes followed by the mcdonald's pancakes but Yeah, cash, having cash is definitely something that I 100% all the time have to have. And my stamps is quarters. Yeah. Because sometimes I pull up to somewhere and I I just need like eight minutes on the meter. I don't want to put my card in. Yeah. No, I I think cash, coins, and stamps should be staples in your wallet for sure. They really should be. Well, that's it for our unexpected lessons of adulthood. Obviously, there's so many more, but these are just some of the important ones that stood out to us. And we hope that you guys feel less alone in your experience of adulthood and found some commonalities in our own experiences. We hope you feel equipped to handle the unexpected lessons of adulthood and mm-hmm. know to start saving up for your trash can now. Yeah. Put a down payment for On your that trash, trash can. can. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, Dad, so should we circle back on this wine we've been drinking? Yes. The Muriel or Muriel. I really don't know. I'm going to say Muriel. Vinas Viejas. Whoa, I love when you say that. Let's introduce Rioja. our hottie of the week, shall we? Our hottie of the week is somebody who has learned many a lessons in mm-hmm. her life and has become just a real beautiful, shining, bright adult. And that is our girl, Drewby. Drew Barrymore. She's like really a gal's gal. She's such a gal's gal, and I just really love her. I love her. Not that we know her, but... Oh, yeah, we don't know her at all. (laughs) Just love her. So let's rate this Muriel... You say? Vinas Viejas. There you go. One to Drew Barrymore. How are you feeling? When we first popped it open, I was like, eh... I kind of like it now. Okay. As it opened up, I'm like, it's got a little Pinot-esque vibe to me. What are your thoughts? You give me your rating. I'm going to give it a seven out of Drew Barrymore. Hmm, a seven. I was going to rate it like an eight. Okay. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half out of, out of Drew Barrymore. I like it. I like it too. And I will link it in the show notes mm-hmm. if you want to pick up a bottle. Yeah. Okay, so this is part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week we're playing Fuck, Mary Kill. Fuck, Mary Kill. Yes, we are. So, um, Nat, should I... You go first. Should I give you mine? Okay. Mine is Arrested de- Development <gasps> theme. No, that was mine! Oh, that was mine! Yes! Oh, I'm glad I went first. Damn it! Uh, I'm glad I went first. So I'll do a, actually a tough one for you. Okay. So Fuck, Mary Kill. If you guys don't know Arrested Development, I'm sorry, but this is so funny. Tobias... Job Buster. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Tobias Joe Buster. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to fuck Job because he obviously has the most sex appeal. Yeah, 100%. That's totally fair. Oh, God. Who do I marry? Okay, so here's my thoughts. If I marry Buster, I'm never going to see this guy again in my life. Like, well, I don't know. I don't really want to marry Tobias, but also he'd be entertaining. All right. I'm I'm going to marry Tobias. Yes. And I'm going to kill Buster. Oh, it's the right choice. <laughs> I, know, I don't want to kill Buster, but it had to be done. It has to be done. It had to be done. If you guys don't know Arrested Development, highly wreck watching it. This is so funny because I literally had written down, I was going to do the Bluth brothers, Michael, Job, and Buster, but yours was harder. I'm going to do breakfast cereals. Okay, sure. Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm. I know you love those. Captain Crunch, Fruity Pebbles. <sighs> Okay, it's hard because you didn't do my ultimate favorite, which is Frosted Flakes. Right. Okay, so it's Honey Nut Cheerios, Captain Crunch, and... Fruity Pebs. I think I'm gonna fuck Fruity Pebbles. A hondo. Fuck Fruity Pebbles. This is really crazy. I'm gonna marry Captain Crunch. Ooh, it, let's elaborate on elaborate, that. Okay. I thought you were gonna marry Cheerios, to be honest. Well, they're stable. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. They are stable. Mm-hmm. But Captain Crunch also tastes really good when it's completely soggy and i feel like i prefer it thick and thin through thick and thin it's always there for me whereas i don't know if i love a metaphor ladies and gents i don't know if i love a soggy honey nut cheerio so that's where i'm like it might be too boring might be too bland it's not Mm -hmm. doesn't have enough diversity for me and i've never ever 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 been let down by captain crunch i don't eat it often Mm -hmm. but i never been let down Mm -hmm. you know what i'm gonna say just one quick Quick side. Oh, we're going to do another little tiny Mary Fuck Kill on this. Okay, okay. Mary Fuck Kill. Honey Nut Cheerios milk. Captain Crunch milk. Fruity Pebbles milk. Oh, see, that's different. Those are a little different. That's different. That's different. I think I'd kill Fruity Pebbles milk. Interesting. Or no, I wouldn't. I would kill Captain Crunch milk. I, was, I would kill Captain Crunch milk. Fuck Fruity Pebbles milk. Mary Honey Nut Cheerios milk. Honey Nut Cheerios milk hits different. Yeah. It really does. And I'm sure this was a controversial selection for sure. Yeah. I'm curious to know what the people think. Me too. Yeah. Let us know. And let us know. If you guys just want to interact with us, you mm-hmm. can DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod. You can email us at Am I Doing This Right Pod. Give us some topic suggestions if you want us to cover something, to research something for you guys. We love doing it mm-hmm. so much. And, you know, we've got a website. website. Am I Doing This Right Pod.com. And lastly, and most importantly, please uh, rate and review our, our podcast. podcast and share with your share with your girls share or your guys gal. or whoever. Yeah, it would really help us grow. Thanks for tuning in this week, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.